0: But we also know that after he left on the day of Pentecost, he sent the power of his Holy Spirit, hallelujah, so that he might dwell with us, that he might dwell in us. Hallelujah. Christ in me, the hope of glory. He's in you, if you've accepted, accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And if Christ is in you, then something has changed in your life. First of all, you have received salvation. Old things have passed away, and all things have become new in Christ Jesus. All things, the Bible says. In Spanish, de modo que uno está en Cristo, nueva criatura es. Las cosas viejas ya pasaron. Todo está hecho nuevo en Cristo. All things have become new. And so when we walk in that newness of Christ, the devil gets upset and he comes and he tries to steal your joy. The Bible says the joy of the Lord is my strength. Oh, hallelujah. When you're in the joy of the Lord, that's that place in the glory that God, the devil cannot touch you because the presence of God is so strong on your life that he can't, he can't come near you. The devil tries to scare you. You know, he tried to scare Daniel. Put him in the lion's den. But the Bible says that the fear of God is the beginning of knowledge. Yes, we should fear, but we should fear God, not the devil. And Daniel in the lion's den knew that God was bigger than the lions. And he had the power to stop the lion's mouth. And when Shadrach and Meshach and Obendigo were thrown into the fiery furnace, the fire was so hot that the guards that put him in there died. They burnt up. But when the king looked in the fire, he not only saw the three Hebrew children, I think he saw the son of the living God standing there with them. The Bible says that when they walked out of that fire, they didn't even smell a smoke. Oh, hallelujah. That's the power of our God. And so... Not only do we receive salvation in Christ, but we receive power. It's the power of that Holy Ghost on the inside of us. It's that supernatural power of God that Satan cannot come against. Oh, hallelujah. And we receive the love of Jesus. Love. The one thing that Satan can't come against. If you walk in love, you tie the devil's hands. But if you walk in unforgiveness, you open the door to the enemy. And sometimes there's a spot, there's something down there that we haven't forgiven. Remember the disciples, they said to Jesus, Teach us to pray, and Jesus said this prayer, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. And give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses. As we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation. But deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory. Amen. But when we say our father. You know there's a whole generation of people out there today. That don't have a father figure in their life. Their father is gone, he disappeared, he, was, he, he abandoned them maybe. But we have a father in heaven and when we find him and we understand that he loved us so much that he sent his only son to die on the cross, so that we might be free from that burden and that guilt of sin. You know, whenever I see the first snow, um, you know, the Indians in Minnesota, they named the months of the year, August, you know, as the wild rice-making moon. They say, manomi, manomenigis, And then there's the moon of the big snow. But when I see the first snow out there, I think of that scripture from Isaiah that says that though your sins were as scarlet, they will be washed white as snow. Oh, hallelujah. So we just need to learn to walk in that freedom that is Christ and not be drawn aside by the things of this world and the insanity that is going on in this country today. What we hear on the news, we need to plant ourselves firmly on the word of God. And Job, and I want to start with Job. Chapter 22, verse 28. He said, Thou shalt decree a thing, and it shall be established unto you. Oh, hallelujah. And the light shall shine upon your ways. You know... I like to think that every word we speak is a prayer unto God. The problem is, is that He hears them all, everything we say. And sometimes we pray and we ask God for things, and then we take it all back with our unbelief and our statements of unbelief. I've heard people say, you know, I've prayed and I've prayed and I've prayed. But I guess, God never heard me. And when you say that, you open the door to the devil, to steal, and we know that the devil goes about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. And that just means that he doesn't have power over everybody. If you're walking in faith and if you're walking in love and if you're walking in forgiveness and if you're standing on the word, but there's something more important, you need to decree and declare that word over your life and over your house and over your family and over your finances. We need to do that. We need to stand up and shout. It's time in America that the church stood up. Oh, hallelujah. There is no longer a place for a lukewarm church. Because we know the devil is trying to close the churches down. And he's having some success. Because fear has gripped a lot of people. But we need to stand in that word and shout. God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. Hallelujah! Power and love and a sound mind. God has given us. We have it in Jesus' name. If we'll stay founded in this word. If we'll stand on this word and shout. And when we pray, we need to pray the word over our lives. Because those are promises that God gave to us. And that's what he wants us to do. You know, sometimes he tests us. He did in scripture. He did when he walked this earth. You know the woman that went to Jesus? She wanted help. She had a problem she could not solve. And she pleaded her case. She said, but even the crumbs that fall from the table, the dogs eat. And Jesus said, for those words, your son is healed. Oh hallelujah. We need to learn to plead our case like Abraham did. Like Moses did. He pled for the lives of all the Jewish nation. All those people who had lost their way in the desert. He cried out for mercy. Not for justice, he cried out for mercy. Abraham cried out for the city of Sodom and Gomorrah. And so if we're people of God, we can cry out for this nation. This nation, which on our money it says, in God we trust. And now there is a segment of our society who says there is no God. And they want to take the place of God. Oh, hallelujah. So decree a thing. Speak over your house, over your life. You know, I heard someone say, I declare my house a no-fly zone for the devil. And we need to do that. Devil, you're not welcome here. This is God's house. I surround my property, my house, with the blood of Jesus. I paint the blood of Jesus on the doorpost of my house. And I do that sometimes. You know, put your hand up there and say, In the name of Jesus, I cover this house with the blood. Death and sickness will not rule and reign in this place. Lord, guard an angel at my door to protect this place. It's time to get radical. There's lots of radicals out in the streets, burning buildings and cop cars and demonstrating. But we in the church need to get radical. Oh, hallelujah. We need to stand up and shout that Jesus Christ is Lord. Hallelujah. That there is power in the name of Jesus. That the blood has not lost its power. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. I'll put my glasses on. I can see better. The Bible says in the book of Psalms, Whoso offereth praise glorifieth me. And to him that ordereth his conversation aright will I show the salvation of God. Oh, hallelujah. So what we speak and everything we speak should glorify God that he might not only be glorified in heaven, but he would be glorified here on the earth. When we do that, we lose angels in the heavenlies to bring to pass the things that we pray, the things that we decree, the things that we declare over our own lives. And so we need to be careful that we don't become prophets. I mean prophets of the devil where we can confess negative things over our own lives, over our country. We don't want to be prophets of doom and gloom, but prophets of the glory of God and what he wants to do in this hour. I remember talking to a pastor once, and I told him, I said, things are turning. I said, things are turning in my favor. He looked at me, he said, how can you say that? I thought, brother, where is your faith? And you know, a year later, he was dead. I declare good things over my life. I'm going to live long and strong in the name of Jesus, and I'm going to do the works that God called me to do. Hallelujah. And that's got to be the cry of our heart and the cry of our life. And we need this Speak that over our family, over our children, over our grandchildren. Oh, hallelujah. Back to Job. Verse 42. No, chapter 42, verse 10. And this is the key to the Christian life right here. And the Lord turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. For those people who had tried to turn him against God, they really weren't very good friends. You know, people had told him to curse God and die. The Lord turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. Also, the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. He went through a time of testing. And I think we all go through that at some point in our lives. Our faith is tested. The thing is to persevere until we get through the battle, until we get through the storm, until the winds die down, and the glory of God is manifested in our life. Remember Daniel? He prayed, and he prayed, and he fasted, and the answer didn't come for 20 days. And it's almost 20 days till election, and we need to be praying. Oh, hallelujah. If there is a time to pray, it's right now. There are people, and I know groups of people all over this country, who have been praying for this nation, that things would turn and I, I believe we're there where things are going to turn. Some of the powers of Satan are going to be broken. You know, when Abel killed his brother Cain, the Lord came to him. He said, where is your brother? His blood cries out from the ground. And in America today, the blood of millions of babies that have been aborted are crying out. Oh, hallelujah. So we as a church need to take our place. And we need to pray that the darkness over this land would be broken. That revival would spring forth. Hallelujah. I believe it's coming. That God has heard our prayers. We may not have seen the manifestation yet, but I believe it's coming. Isaiah 53.10 says, Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. And we know that he was talking about Jesus. It pleased the Lord to bruise him. He put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed. That is the seed of Abraham. We are the seed of Abraham. Hallelujah. He said, he shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. And you know, I read that scripture, and I think, yes, he was talking about Jesus. But you know, when we receive Jesus into our heart, then this scripture applies to us. And sometimes we are bruised for the Lord. We go through times of testing. And we have to make our lives an offering for sin. God has called us to do that too. But the promise is, he shall see his seed. As, and that's all of us. And it's our children. And he shall prolong our days. Oh, I believe that. I can stand on that and shout. And the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in our hand. Hallelujah. I just claim that over my own life. Because I have the spirit of the Lord in me. We've all been bruised. But thank God there is a promise. That he will prosper us. That he will manifest his glory in our lives. But it's up to us to seek him with our whole heart. With our whole soul. With our lives. I remember when the angel of the Lord appeared to me. He said, put your life on the line for Jesus. Because Jesus put his life on the line for you. And I can still hear those words. And that's a message for all of us. Are you willing to lay down your life and take up the life of Christ? Take up your cross. Do what God has called you to do. And that's that greatest place of protection where God walks with you, where he leads you and guides you, where you hear his voice, where he tells you to turn to the left or to the right, where he tells you to stop, don't go there. Where the things of heaven are more real than the things of earth. Where you're no longer bound by what you hear, by what you see, but you are bound by the promises of God. You are bound by the word of God. You are constrained by his love. You are constrained by the power of his spirit. Oh well, hallelujah. You know, Isaiah fifty-two seven. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him that bringeth good tidings of good. That's old King James. You know, good tidings of good. You know, some other translations might say it different. It's good news, not bad news. It's good news. that publishes salvation, that says unto Zion, thy God reigneth. Oh, hallelujah. First Chronicles chapter 12, verse 32 says, and the children of Issachar, which were men who had understanding of the times, to know what Israel ought to do. And so we need to know in this hour what God is calling us to do. We need to be like those men of Issachar who had an understanding of the time. You know, what time is it? Uh, It's time to pray. It's time to seek God with your whole heart, with your whole soul, with your whole mind, with your whole body. Seek God and cry out for mercy for this nation, for the lost, for those who don't know God, for those who walk in deception have been deceived by the things of the enemy. And some of us walked there at one time. I believe that God is turning things. Oh, hallelujah. I remember chapter 38 of Isaiah. One of my favorite chapters in the Bible. It's a time when the kingdom was surrounded by Sennacherib. I believe he was the king of the Assyrians with a huge army and Hezekiah. Hezekiah was sick unto death and the prophet came to him and he said, prepare your house for you are about to die. And he turned his face to the wall and cried out to God. And you know, we were there just a couple days ago where the president came down with COVID. And people were waiting for him to die. And I think he turned his face to the wall. But we need to do that as people of God. Joel chapter two talking about what time it is and what we need to be doing as a people of God. Verse 15 Blow the trumpet in Zion. Sanctify a fast call a solemn assembly. And that's what time it is. It's time to blow the trumpet in Zion. Gather the people back together. And we know that under the circumstances, that's a little difficult. But Jesus, when he taught people to pray, he said, go into your closet, get alone with God. And we can all do that in our own houses. Get alone with God. Forgive our neighbor if we have to. The biggest hindrance to prayer is unforgiveness, holding bitterness in your heart against someone. And sometimes it's hard to let go of and you need some supernatural help to do it. But don't let that be a roadblock in your path of life. Sometimes you have to verbally say, I choose to forgive everyone, even that person that grievously hurt me and did me wrong. We need to look at people, no matter what they do, no matter how they act, no matter what they say, and recognize that they are sons of a king, that they are the children of God, That God loves them as much as he loves us. And that he's calling them back to the flock, to himself. So we need to forget about judgment. And we just need to start walking in love and praying for people. leading a life of prayer oh hallelujah it says verse 16 gather the people sanctify the congregation assemble the elders gather the children a solemn assembly which has been prohibited by law in much of the land. And yet, I hear stories about pastors that are preaching five times a day, where the sheriff of the county will not have forced a mask order, where people stand shoulder to shoulder and praise the Lord, oh hallelujah. We need to stand up for righteousness in this land. And we need to come together in prayer. If we can't do it physically, we can do it in spirit. We can gather in our own homes. We can gather alone with the Lord in prayer. You know, the Bible says if two or more would come in agreement, touching any one thing, the Lord would do it for us. You know, if you can't find somebody on this earth to agree with you, well, then get God to agree with you. Hallelujah. That's good enough. That's all you need. You don't need somebody else to pray for you. We're talking about faith. Faith comes by hearing. It's hearing by the word of God. Hallelujah. And so you need to spend time in the word, it'll build your faith. If your answer hasn't come yet, you haven't seen the manifestation. But when the joy of the Lord comes and you, you catch faith, when you catch it, I said, you know, somebody wrote a book, said, faith, you have to catch it. I've heard people preach, you know, and, and it was a woman, she said, when I'm preaching, she said it when faith comes. She said it faith will come. You need to reach up wherever you're sitting, wherever you're standing and grab it. Grab that promise of God. God is not bound. There is power in this word. The spoken word. declared over yourself. Catch it when somebody else speaks it. See, that's mine. I receive it right now in the name of Jesus. I, re- I refuse to be bound by Satan. Oh, hallelujah. You know, I spent weeks looking for a backhoe. I decided I needed a backhoe. No, and I thought, well, why did the Lord put that in my heart that I need a backhoe? I can live without one. And I looked and I made, you know, a thousand phone calls it seemed like, and I never got anywhere. It would always disappear before I could get to it if it was a good deal. And so I finally gave it to the Lord. I said, that's it. I'm going to forget about it. Maybe that's not even you wanting me to buy a backhoe. If you want me to buy a backhoe, then send me one. And So one day, I'm hauling manure of all things, and I'm driving by the mailbox, and I heard a voice said, stop, check the mail. And I opened up that Beltram electric magazine and looked at the ads, of backhoe for sale. And I called, and I finally got an answer back. He says, yeah, I still got it. You can come and look at it. And he told me where it was. And I went to pick it up, and I talked him in to delivering it. I thought, well, that's great. I can get it delivered. And when he came to my house, and he was sitting down in my house, we started talking about the Lord and the things of God. And he had been struggling with ray, which I never heard of. Some affliction of the body that attacks your muscles, I think, your nerves. And he started to repent before God. He said, I've been walking in pride all my life. And he said, that's... That's the sin that I just need to repent of. And tears are streaming down his face. I said, can I pray for you? And I thought, the Lord went through all that just to get that man in my house. cost me a little bit of money to get him there. (laughs) But the spirit of God fell. I've never felt the spirit of God like that in my house before. That God not only touched him, but he touched me. And so I was thinking... Job. The Lord turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. When he got to that place in his spiritual walk where he let everything else go and he prayed for his friends. It took him a while to get there. But when he did that, everything broke over his life. God healed him God restored him, and gave him twice what he had before. Sheep, cattle, and oxen, children, grandchildren. And he lived to see his children's children. And I have already lived to see my children's children. Hallelujah. But I believe that God is bigger than that. And I'm not done yet. Hallelujah. The Bible says the Lord is my strength. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And sometimes that's a walk of faith. Sometimes you have to shout it out because you don't feel like it. But when you do, then the strength starts coming back. The devil just has to back up to the word of God. Because against that word, he has no power. He tries to get you over in his territory. Into negativity. Negative thoughts. Like it ain't so. God doesn't love you. And all the rest of that. You need to stay on the rock, on the solid ground. You need to stay in that place where you can pray for your friends. Pray for your enemies. Pray for those who would hurt you. Who have hurt you. Pray for them. That God would have mercy on their lives. If Abraham prayed for Sodom and Gomorrah, we can pray for America. We can pray for Mexico. We have people from Mexico here. Hallelujah. We need to pray for the nations. We need to pray for an awakening. We need to pray that God would do his will in this hour. Hallelujah. Psalm 32, 11 says, Be glad in the Lord, and rejoice, ye righteous, and shout for joy, all ye that are upright in heart. And so we just need to learn to shout. Remember the battle of Jericho? We used to sing that song, the battle of Jericho. You need to learn to shout before the walls come down. Hallelujah you don't wait till they fall down you have to shout before the walls come down, hallelujah and we need to learn to do that over our lives, over our nation over everything that comes against us hallelujah because there is a shout of victory, a shout of faith a shout of life in the Lord Jesus Christ that the devil hears and he backs up cause he knows he's beaten hallelujah, that he has no power to come against you because you're walking on the word you're walking in love you're walking in the power of the Holy Ghost and that's where we need to be in this hour because we're in a battle it's a spiritual battle between light and darkness and the darkness would try to come in But when light comes, darkness has to flee. Oh, hallelujah. And so as we close, I'm going to ask the pastor to come up here. We want to pray for this nation. So let's stand up. Let's come together as the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. And all those people who are sitting at home watching this on video pray with us because there is power in prayer the Bible says that the prayer of a righteous man availeth much that the prayer of faith will save the sick but there is power in prayer especially when we can come into agreement that God is moving. Yes, we are losing angels in heaven right now over this nation, over the elections, that your will would be done, Lord Jesus. Lord, we thank you that you have the power to turn Turn. everything in our favor. Turn. Turn back toward Jesus. Father, we thank you that this country is turning back to God. We thank you that the Supreme Court is turning back to God. And that they are beginning to declare righteous judgment over this nation. And some of the laws that defy the laws of God will be turned that they will be cast down father we thank you that you're bigger than everything that's going on around us that you're bigger than the lies that are going out over the airways that you are God that you will triumph oh hallelujah Lord Jesus we just thank you Lord that it is done in Jesus mighty name Amen. And Father, we just ask for a blessing on everyone here and on everyone within the sound of my voice. Lord, we just ask you to pour out that oil of Gilead, fresh oil of the Holy Ghost down on us. Wash us, cleanse us, so that we would be white as snow. That faith would rise up in our hearts to receive healing in our bodies, strengthen our bodies right now in Jesus' name. Amen. And we just take authority right now over any spirit of arthritis that would come against anyone here in Jesus' name. We thank you for that healing power of your Holy Spirit. We just thank you that that same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in us and that it will quicken our mortal bodies oh we thank you for that quickening right now in that mighty name of jesus just reach up and grab it by faith right now father we thank you that old things have passed away old things in our bodies things that satan has tried to hang on us that they are cast down in jesus name and that we truly walk in a new life we can say yes I can do all things through Christ, who strengthens me. Greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. We just shout, Jesus.
1: Thank you, Lord. Jesus. Jesus. Jesus.
0: Jesus. Thank you, Lord Savior. Jesus, for the power of your Holy Spirit right now, yes. touching us, flowing through us like electricity, oh, yes. from the top of our heads to the very soles of our feet. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. That sickness has to go. Amen. In that mighty name Lord of Jesus. Jesus. Oh hallelujah. You, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank Lord. Thank you, Lord. We just thank you, Lord, that things are beginning to turn. Turn. In your life. Turning. In the nation.
1: Turning to the right
0: in Washington, the in the state capitals, yes. Yes. that things are beginning to Minnesota. turn, that there is a shift taking place. Minnesota. As we speak, the shaking has Minnesota. begun in the mighty name of Jesus, Minnesota. and that truth and righteousness will prevail. Hallelujah. Yes,
1: yes, 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 yes.
0: Thank you, Jesus. Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. The we Lord, we us, ask for that special blessing that only you can give. Yes. Touch us now. Strengthen us. Right. We oh, just take a deep breath and just breathe in that power of the Holy Ghost. Lord Jesus. We receive. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We Hallelujah. And everybody Jesus. said it is done. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. It's done. Amen. So go enjoy the week. Enjoy the weather. Pray that it'll turn. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you so much, Gus. That was good, good, good. Why don't you be seated for just a moment before we leave here and go over our announcements <clears throat> together? Some things. We do have a prayer call. As I mentioned briefly in the introduction there, this Wednesday, October 21, and on the 28th, here at the church house at 11 o'clock, we'll be having a special time of prayer for the USA. Um, Upcoming elections, Supreme Court, anything else the Holy Spirit puts on our heart, that's here in the church building. But uh, there may be other times, some I know can't make it then, here. Um, There may be other times, other places, that the Lord would have you. I think Gus actually mentioned that, Uh, for you to pray in your home, invite some others to come to pray together. This is the time to pray. It always is, but in a special way for this nation, it is right now. So. Other times and places, yes, listen to the Holy Spirit. But then also, as Guy said, you can do it individually. we can do it. let's be doing that, all of us. <clears throat> and then at 10 o'clock on Wednesday morning, 10 o'clock, this is, the prayer time is at 11, but at 10 o'clock we're having our touch point and update. And I know many of you, there are many that are connecting in with that as well, and so that's good. We 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 share just some things while it's going on uh, with the church family and whatever. But then also we have teaching. Last week and this coming week now we're talking about prayer for our nation. We're talking about going from First Timothy two, I believe it is you know, praying for those in authority and so forth. So there's a Bible teaching that we do there. And then <clears throat> School of Ministry, that's Wednesday evening. Um, if you haven't been a part of that, you can join in. The lesson this week is Abounding in Love. And talk to Pastor Dean or call him at five five three zero six three that is or you can email him at deanpatro at hotmail.com, and because you can come either here to the church house at seven o'clock or can connect in with a Zoom, Zoom meeting. And then our youth group, um, this is from Peter and Linnea Koff and our youth directors. Our TCC youth group will begin our restart, I guess you'd say, on this Wednesday now, October 21, here at the church house, it's from 6 to 7.30. And then due to current regulations, we'll not be having a meal, and we will be having it 6th grade on up, is what we're doing on Wednesday evening right now. And so, these, you know, it's subject to change. We'll keep you informed of where we're at with that, but that's where it's looking now. This Wednesday. If you have any questions on that, you can contact Peter and Linnea about it. Um, Darlene Colson, our dear sister, who's in heaven now, uh, there's not still not a memorial service set for that, but we'll let you know as soon as we know about a possible time for that. It'll be coming. Hallelujah. Forgiving for our giving of tithes and offerings. Last week we talked about the widow of Zarephath, who was in the midst of a very trying time, just like we are in our nation. And what did the Lord have her do? He had her give first. And then the Lord supplied the need, and it showed her trust in the words of the prophet concerning God that if she would feed him first that she, the Lord would take care of her, too. And um, so for our giving, for tithes and offerings, if you're here, you can put them, place them in the boxes that are in the back of the church there on the back wall, those black boxes. Or you can mail in tithes and offerings to 10 Strike Community Church 67 10 Strike, Minnesota 56683 or you can go online to our website 10strikechurch.com and you'll see an icon there that you can tap on giving or donating so those are our announcements for today God's blessing upon you as you go and let's always be alert you know, if you're gonna buy a backhoe, be on the alert, the one that's selling it to you. The Lord may have arranged through eternity that he would sell you that backhoe and you'd be sitting there writing now the check, but then you'd go beyond that, lead him to the Lord with the anointing of God there. He's using all of us. And things like that in our lives. And we need to be alert to them. He wants to do that because you his desire is that the whole world would be saved. Amen? The whole world. Praise God. And we do have representatives from Mexico, Mexico, Donna Maria, I think of Gilles from Cameroon too i say he's a missionary to the u.s but we also think of cameroon and prayers for cameroon maybe others i know some from cuba cuba is that how you say it cuba um and other places and out there watching somebody could be watching from cuba hallelujah Adon or Maria, could one of you come up here afterwards? I got to share something with you, okay? One of you. But if anybody else wants prayer for something, please come forward also and we'll pray for you. Let's go with God and let's keep praying. Amen? Turning, turning. And we include the United States of America is turning to righteousness, to right amen and everybody said amen Amen.